Hey there, avid listeners. Thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you're having a wonderful day. All right, today we're going to be talking about Graceling, the first novel in the Graceling series by Kristen Cashtor, and I am late to the party. <laughs> okay, um, so this novel follows Katza. She is a Graceling, and what Gracelings are are people, um, they're born with different colored eyes, and they have a, you know, a special a magically enhanced special ability. Now it can range from anywhere, you know, um, having an eidetic memory, for instance, um, balancing cookware. I mean, literally your gracing could be anything. It could be something meh or something useful. <coughs> for Katza, hers is the ability to survive and fight. Now that makes her a very formidable character, but in her uncle's eye, it just makes her a servant, a dog, you know, a personal assassin that he has at his beck and call. Now, um, I have to say I liked this story, uh, but uh, full disclosure, I did listen to it as an audiobook. So that will also be criticizing the audiobook version of this book. I wasn't able to get my hands on a physical copy, and I had an arc of book four. So I was like, I really need to, I don't want to read before, before I read books one, two, and three. So, um, I got audiobook versions of them. This one ha was a full production cast. You know, I thought it was really well done. A lot of people don't like audiobooks. I was one of those people, but, you know, becoming a full-time mom and with a full-time job doesn't really leave me a lot of time for reading. So I sucked it up and I started reading audiobooks. I really do, th do think it depends on the production of the audiobook and the storytelling. Uh, I tried it first with a Stephen King novel, didn't work. Uh, did not work. Uh, I really do think that it depends on the story. Um, so far, the Stephen King books are the only ones where I just can't listen to them. Um, they, I have to read them. So. But this one was different. Um, Graceling was a full production, uh, had cast, and has music, and I, I did think I, I liked it. It was an unabridged version. Um, I will say this, though. There are parts of it where I was a little confused by the passage of time. That's kind of why I like reading physical books better than audiobooks, because if you lose your way, you can just go back and reread um, a paragraph or two, you know, rewinding uh, an audiobook is a little bit more time consuming. <laughs> Sometimes I just rewind to the beginning of the chapter because I don't feel like rewinding halfway. I'm like, let me just go back to the beginning of the chapter and re-listen to everything. So that's one thing, you know, that does separate audiobooks from physical copies for me. And in this book, you know, don't get me wrong, I, I did love the production of it. I did think it was quite enchanting to listen to. Uh, I really did hold my attention, but there were times where I was a little confused. So, ultimately, uh, I did find some of the passage of time a little confusing because it just wasn't wrapped up nicely. It didn't, um, the transition that 
was going into like these flashbacks it wasn't clear so I was at times confused about the character's age so I did end up going back you know rewinding full chapters and re-listening be like oh this is the flashback I get it now so that's all I have to say about that I mean I do think the uh, production was well done the unabridged version as far as I know there is only an unabridged ver version <clears throat> I've read online that some people don't like um, the music the music isn't only it the music in this book marks the beginning of a chapter and the ending of another chapter that's that's it um, instead of saying a chapter blah blah it does music <clears throat> to end a chapter and um, I thought it was used very well but I've read online you know a lot of people don't like music in their audiobooks um, they find it off-putting and I think I can agree with that if it wasn't done well but with Graceling it was done really well so that is my critique on the audiobook as for the actual story I did think the story was engaging um, I will say this though I did not care for any of the other characters other than Katza. Um, well, that's not true. I liked Bitter Blue. But as for everyone else, I could care less about whether they lived or died. Um, I know Poe is supposed to be like the, you know, the main love interest. He's supposed to be her partner. We're supposed to care about him. I didn't care about him. I, I, so I felt like their romance in the story was a little underwhelming. I think, um, I think the author, I think what she could have done better is focus a little bit more on developing the relationship between Katza and Poe. Because at first they're just kind of sparring partners. Um, they're just getting to know one another. So I, I was, the whole romance, like, oh, he loves her, she loves him. I'm like, why? Since when? I'm like, y'all are supposed to just be developing your friendship. So it felt kind of a little out of nowhere kind of just thrown in I wasn't entirely thrilled by it just because I didn't feel like it was worth the story I, I, I could have done without the romance aspect to be perfectly honest with you just because I did again I didn't care about Poe as a character I've feel like all the other characters paled in comparison to Katza because she's such a fierce protagonist. She does a lot of amazing things and I think she stole the show and you know rightfully show rightfully so but I really do feel like that hurt the story because I just wasn't able to care about any of the other characters in the novel. As for the, you know, the storytelling itself, I do think the storytelling is interesting because it is unpredictable. I really didn't know what direction the story was going for. Um, they start off the story, you know, they're kidnapping this old man, but why are they kidnapping this old man? Are they saving him? Is this a political thing? Like, what's happening? So I was a little confused, but not in a bad way. I was confused in a way that made me curious and intrigued like I want to know where this is going and then you think one person's a villain but you find out the actual vi villain is King Leck and you're just like but why though um King Leck is a 
sadist. Let me just say that. He is, um, he is a vile, vile human being. And this is only because um, I've read books two and I've read book three where he's mentioned in those two books. And we get to know more of him and his, oh God, disturbing aspects in these two other books than we get to know of in this book. Um, because yes, I've read books two and three already. Um, reviews to come soon, don't worry. So I think it was just, interesting. That's the word I'm going for. Not in a bad way. I wasn't sure where the story was going, so I was, you know, intrigued and I was intrigued by the storytelling because it was unpredictable. And I like stories when they're unpredictable. I read a lot, so when you read a lot, you kind of start developing, um, you start seeing patterns when you read, I think. So I didn't see any patterns in this book. I did think it was really well done. Um, but again, you know, I just wasn't able to care about any of the characters other than Katza. So I'm gonna go ahead and give Graceling a three and a half out of five stars. It didn't wow me. Um, and other than Katza, I really didn't care about the characters. So I ultimately, I felt underwhelmed by the characterization of the story. The dynamics were there, you know, she did have good relationships and I did like the, the dynamics with all the other characters. I think the relationship between her and Poe needed definitely more development in the storytelling, but overall, you know, I did think it was entertaining. Um, I loved the production of the audiobook because I think the actors, the voice actors, and I think the musicality that was brought into it really gave it some life. But I think it did need to be a little bit clearer on transitioning. <coughs> but overall, it was, it was a good read. Um, I'm glad I picked up the series. Um, I'm looking forward to reading Winter Keeps sometime soon. And, um, yeah, I, I definitely recommend this series as a read. Um, it's kind of high fantasy, young adult type of read, and it was interesting. Uh, it is unique. I really didn't see anything predictable about this story. So, three and a half out of five stars. If you want to purchase the book, I do recommend purchasing it from your local bookseller or bookshop.org and support your local bookseller. Uh, bookstores right now deserve all the support that they can get from readers like us. If money's tight, which I get it, I'm still recovering as well. Please um, check out the book from your local library. And if you like the book, please leave a review for the author. Let them know. Purchase the book if you like it enough because that is another way you can support the author. You know, spreading the word, writing reviews, you know, that is a great way to support the author. And I hope on that note, you all will continue to support me by liking this podcast and sharing it with all your book-loving friends. You can also become a supporter on Anchor, where this is recorded. Uh, a link to that is in the description. I hope you all have a great rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.